According to newly released records, a vehicle carrying Vice President Kamala Harris in 2022 became, quote, momentarily airborne after it hit a high curb. See, Trump is still stuck in the 1950s. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is giving us flying cars. Ah, yes. The propaganda machine never rests. The Democrat Party can rely on it. They can depend on it. We can depend on them. If they did have flying cars, they'd be crashing into buildings all over the place. They'd be driven by illegal alien gang members from Venezuela. They'd be crashing into pretty much anything there is to crash into. Propaganda never sleeps. And in the United States of America, boy, we've never had a period of propaganda like this before. I'll share some of it with you today. Happy Thursday. Happy Leap Day. Happy Leap Day. We get an extra day because, uh, you know, the rotation of the Earth around the sun is imperfect. And every now and then we got to kind of knock the side of our head with the heel of our hand and say, well, let's add a... Let's add an extra day here because otherwise things won't line up. It's kind of fun. You know who figured all this stuff out, Michael? The patriarchy. The patriarchy figured all this stuff out. You think anybody figured this out in B-pole countries where, you know, they don't even know what time it is. Uh, hey, the sun is high in the sky. There's a, the bird flies south. We got, uh, we got this stuff figured out. You're welcome. It's all right. The patriarchy, good. You're just lucky to hang with us. Stop complaining. Uh, So lots and lots of crazy boy, a lot of stuff has happened. The Supreme Court will take up uh, President Trump's immunity case because not till April, unfortunately. I wish they were taking it up today. That would be helpful. But the Supreme Court will view Donald Trump's unprecedented claim that he is shielded from prosecution by Democrat Party activists who are frauds and corrupt for actions taken while in office, further delaying the former president's federal trial in the nation's capital on charges of conspiring to overturn his 2020 election loss to remain in power. The, uh, that's the front page of the Washington Post. That's their lead story above, above the, uh, well, it's above the, the fold, but it's on the left, so technically not their lead. Uh, their lead is McConnell's historic reign nears end. And there's a picture of the turtle here, and he's walking along, and everybody's smiling. Nobody knows why they're all smiling. Exiting leadership role in November. Why wait till November, honestly? So the turtle makes his move. And like turtles always, it's going to be slow. It's going to be kind of, you know, turtles don't do things in a speedy fashion. So Turtle Boy is uh, leaving, and it uh, turns out that a lot of Republicans in the Republican conference, as they say, not very pleased with Mitch McConnell lately over this corrupt so-called border deal. That was not a border deal at all. And there is a a feeling in the Republican caucus in the Senate that he had botched that so severely that uh, they were talking about Republicans in the Senate conference. This is being reported quietly, kind of on the QT, as they say, that Republicans in the Senate were talking about removing him, kind of the way Kevin McCarthy was removed as Speaker of the House but different because it's the Senate, and that Mitch McConnell caught wind of this, and because he's cocaine Mitch, he's cocaine Mitch. Remember that cocaine Mitch, the Democrats tried to label him cocaine? That was one of their more ridiculous things, that and, that and well, I don't know, there are so many ridiculous things that the left 
does, meaning the Democrat Party. It's hard to keep track of them all. But in any event, Mitch McConnell, the turtle, is hanging up his shell, and he is uh, going to be stepping down from leadership, not from the Senate. He's going to stay in the Senate. He is, uh, he's up for re-election in 26, in 2026. So that's two years from now. And uh, then, in theory, he would still be in uh, the Senate until January of 27, but he's going to be stepping down from leadership. He has been the majority leader of the Senate as the Republican uh, leader and the minority leader now in the Senate, uh, and uh, he's stepping down. He mumbled something about it yesterday, but nobody quite heard. Nobody quite heard what he had to say. And we'll get into that because the Mitchster, you know, Mitch, uh, Mitch, uh, he's, uh, he's going to move on. Pretty amazing stuff, I got to say. And the Washington Post attacking the Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson, the, uh, the headline on the front page of the Washington Post, Johnson in a corner as shutdown clock ticks. That's their headline. Nascent speaker. He's a nascent speaker. Juggles his conference's opposition or opposite polls in bid to strike deal. They're already arranging to blame the Republicans for a government shutdown, which they do every time. And it's always the Democrats, but they're so filthy. They're so corrupt. Between the Washington Post and the Democrats in the House, I know, uh, let's shut down the government because the Republicans get the blame every time. And the Democrats are blackmailing and extorting and holding guns to the heads of babies to get whatever insane Satan-worshipping uh, you've got another Satan uh, story in, in uh, Florida. Uh, Satan school is in session, and uh, the Satanic Temple is about to win another victory in Florida because Democrats worship Satan. That's uh, one of the things about the Democrat Party that everybody should know. Pretty remarkable stuff. And Hunter Biden on Capitol Hill yesterday as well. Hunter Biden says he never involved father in business. Sure, right? That's okay. That's, uh, and that's good enough for the Washington Post. Oh, well, if he, if the crackhead says so, the stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker, dater, uh, you know, the porn uh, boy who stole his brother's badge and left it in a rent-a-car and left the gun in his car that his brother's widow, who was also his date, threw in a garbage can behind a high-end grocery store, that's okay. The Washington Post takes whatever he says like it's coming from the burning bush. When you say... When it comes from the burning bush, that's a reference they don't understand at the uh, Washington Post. But uh, we got a lot to get to today. Lots of crazy. And going through the the insane Washington Post today, I was amazed, amazed, I tell you, to see that buried deep, very deep into the Washington Post in the A-sectional. They have the A-sectional. Some of them are A-sectional. Some of them are, are metro-sectional. And on page A-15, they have an amazing story. A man shopping in a grocery store in the milk section, and he looks forlorn with his uh, shopping cart. Experts boast about a strong economy, the headline reads. Why doesn't it feel that way? Why doesn't it feel? Well, because you guys lie about everything at the Washington Post, like all you other Democrats who lie about everything. And uh, they did accidentally admit a couple of things about the state of the economy, starting with inflation is 18% higher since President Biden took office. Sure, many weekly household purchases are up far more. This is the first time in history that they've reported this during a Democrat presidency, and uh, somebody should be fired. Heather Long will probably be destroyed by the left because, and whoever the editor is that allowed this to appear on page 15 
of the Washington Post today. Like at the New York Times, they'll probably have to destroy this person's career. Uh, but they've got some numbers that are kind of amazing. And the reason, one of the reasons I was, I was kind of amazed by this story appearing in the Washington Post is because just yesterday on the front page of the A-sectional, the economy is roaring and immigration is a key reason. Oh, the economy is roaring with 18% inflation and everything is actually up about 20% that, you know, things that you buy. Uh, and I'll share that with you. But the Washington Post is psychotic because it's staffed by left-wingers who will lie about everything for one more vote in the House of Representatives. But never mind that. We've got that the illegals are the greatest thing. And they, they say, when they say immigration, what they really mean is illegal aliens uh, who were freed from prisons in Venezuela and they're gang members and they come here and they destroy the world and kill young nursing students in Georgia in sanctuary cities. And then the Democrats come out and say, we think killing young girls is good because, you know, we're making an omelet over here. The Democrat Party loves murder. Uh, but, but again, the economy is roaring and immigration is a key reason. I talked about this yesterday. And then today they've accidentally published a little bit of truth. And since they think immigration is a, a really, when they, you know, immigration is a, the English, the Democrat to English translation dic dictionary, the word immigrant means illegal alien, right? That's uh, what they, they do. They just soften it up for the Democrat Party. And we just found out yesterday, it's a story that, that we talked about here, it was a couple of weeks ago now, that a crazy person barricaded himself in a, uh, in a house in Washington, D.C. and shot three police officers. And the police waited him out instead of blowing up the house in an airstrike, which would have been advisable, I think. Uh, but this was, this was how long ago? Like 12 days ago or, or even more. The, uh, the news media found out yesterday, because the Democrats were keeping it a secret, that now the barricaded person eventually surrendered to the police and they didn't shoot and kill him, uh, which was generous, I think. But here's the latest from Fox 5, though it's not in the Washington Post because they don't report the news. Barricade suspect accused of shooting three D.C. police officers. There's no question. It's not just an accusation. He surrendered to police and he's in custody. Barricade suspect accused of shooting three D.C. police officers is Jamaican citizen, listen to this Jamaican citizen, in U.S. illegally. What? Another illegal alien and another crime spree, another violent, and he shot three police officers? The man accused of shooting three D.C. police officers leading to an hours-long standoff in the, uh, in the, is in the U.S. illegally, uh, according to Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Uh, now, are they going to cooperate with Immigration and Customs en Enforcement in Athens, Georgia, now that the illegal alien from Venezuela, the Venezuelan crime wave, murdered a 22-year-old nursing student down there? Her funeral will be tomorrow in Woodstock, Georgia, and I have a whole passel of uh, family in Woodstock, Georgia, uh, and I told you yesterday or day before yesterday that uh, my best girl's family, they know the family of the young woman that was was killed, and my niece works with uh, the mother of the young girl that was murdered by the illegal alien that Joe Biden waved into the country because the Democrats want more murder and more crime. 
But uh, Immigration Customs Enforcement says the suspect, Stephen Claude Rattigan, is unlawfully present in the United States, a 48-year-old citizen of Jamaica. And it's uh, kind of funny, the Fox 5 headline misspells Jamaican. It's Jamaican, Jamaican here, because the whole country is becoming increasingly illiterate, and that's because the Democrats... I was telling you about the schools in uh, the state of Illinois by the scores where not a single student is proficient in math and a ridiculously low number proficient in English. And uh, then they go to prison and they and they blame somebody else. It's amazing. But in any case, uh, all these illegal aliens, this illegal alien crime wave that the Democrats have arranged for that Joe Biden has facilitated. And uh, we have a news media that completely ignores it. They bury it. They do their best to never mention, again, this is the Fox, the local Fox station, the digital team put together this story. But, uh, you know, this is water under the bridge. If you're looking at national news or the Washington Post, they could care less who shoots who. Let's not get caught up in who killed who, you know, because it's always them. If it's not them, then it's a really big story. You know, there was a little dust up on Capitol Hill on January 6th several years ago. And that became the biggest story in the history of the country. It was uh, days after the Democrats burned Seattle and Portland and Chicago and Minneapolis. And uh, where else did they burn? They they burned Kenosha and Washington, D.C. And they looted our neighborhood and they looted and they burned and they overturned burning police cars. And they, you know, they're Democrats. They're a violent party of criminals. That's the thing about the Democrats. And they love crime. So uh, Radigan, the illegal alien from Jamacane, Jamacane. Uh, has a criminal history that dates back to 1995, including previous convictions for larceny and drug charges. I said he was deported to Jamaica in 2001, came back to the U.S. illegally. No kidding. He was arrested on the evening of March 14th, excuse me, February 14th. February 14th, he was was arrested. And, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, and then we found out yesterday that he's an illegal alien because they don't want to, they don't want to, because, you know, the, what the big story in Georgia is, oh, the poor illegal alien Venezuelans are now feeling threatened because what, because they're murdering so many people. So they, uh, the Venezuelan immigrants feel threatened. That's the news media story. You know why? Because regular Americans are the big threat. That's the narrative that the left-wing radicals, known as the Democrat Party, that's what they push. Yeah, the poor illegal aliens and the Venezuelans in Georgia. How many of them are there? Joe Biden gave blanket amnesty to thousands of them after he learned that the communist dictator there emptied his prisons and sent the criminals to the United States, dragging women down sidewalks in New York. Gangs in New York, gangs in Chicago of Venezuelans, thanks to Joe Biden, released from prisons that were empty. So we got that going for us, and we've got uh, we got a bunch of stories for you. Marianne Williamson is ascending in the Democrat ranks. That's fun. She's back in. Ellie Mistel is a racist at MSNBC, but that doesn't narrow it down very much. We got a whole lot of stories for you. War in the Middle East and. You know, Joe Biden is the president of war. War is everywhere. And climate change is terrifying me. Maybe climate change will uh, fix the satanic temple in Florida. 
Maybe not, though. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. It should be this. Uh, this should be the Democrats' theme song. They're having their political convention in Chicago this year, and they got, you know, blood in the streets. It's up to my ankles. Blood in the streets. It's up to my knees. Blood in the streets. The streets of Chicago. Jim Morrison and the Doors. They're going to have another convention there this year. And who was it? James Carville a couple of days ago warning that uh, the Democrat convention in Chicago could be extremely violent if the Democrats don't secure victory for Hamas in the war in the Middle East. The Democrat Party is on the side of Hamas, and they don't like the Jews. Even the Democrat Jews don't like the Jews. Self-loathing, I think, is the uh, the term that comes into play here. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. And a good old-fashioned song, too. So they should make that the theme song for them. Everybody's planning for riots. We were having a, a discussion yesterday um, and uh, talking about, hey, you go into the convention in Chicago and, oh, have you ever been to riots? Have you ever found yourself in riots before? And I was giving advice to people that, that may be going to the convention in Chicago about how to deal with riots and rioters and remove your credentials when you leave the hall. And you can usually kind of work your way around the side of riots most of the time and you know, the police are not the bad guys unless you're one of the rioters and then you should have your head bashed with a with a nightstick. A billy club, which is an Irish slur, but that's okay. Got all kinds of amazing stuff. A reporter yelled at Hunter Biden yesterday, was that your cocaine in the White House? You know, that coke. He looked confused. Uh, how corrupt are the Democrats? The Democrat Party is profoundly corrupt. In Illinois, a crooked judge has removed Donald Trump from the ballot because, ungla bungla, it's a third world country. We're just catching up. Pretty amazing stuff. They are, they are the third world. The left is the third world. And the Democrat Party is no longer liberal. The Democrat Party is the left. And when a judge, a crooked political hack of a judge in Illinois, removes Donald Trump from the ballot, well, you know, that, that shows you who they are. What is that, uh, that uh, who cares saying that the Democrats love to quote as though it's a prophecy or something? That when a Democrat tells you who they are, believe them the first time. Uh, something like that. And we're also, oh, wow, what a great saying. What a deep saying. Yeah, my grandmother came up with better sayings than that every week. But but never mind that. The Democrats live by pretty lame stuff. Yeah, and they're removing Donald Trump from the ballot in Illinois. 
because it's a way of stealing the election. Illinois judge orders Trump removed from state ballot. I got uh, the state of Illinois. It's a big state. There are a lot of electoral votes there. And uh, they think that's okay. The radical left-wingers at Mediaite have the story, and the Washington Post doesn't care because they don't cover the news. They cover it up. Michael Luciano, I'm sure he goes by Lucky, though, at uh, Mediaite. A judge in Illinois ruled on Wednesday that former President Donald Trump should be removed from the state's presidential ballot because he allegedly engaged engaged in insurrection. This is the uh, same thing that they did in Colorado. Now, Donald Trump has not been charged with insurrection. He has not been tried for the charge of insurrection. He has not been certainly convicted on a, an accusation or a charge of insurrection. So once again, this idiot corrupt judge named Tracy Porter, Tracy Porter, T-R-A-C-I-E, uh, Porter, said uh, the Circuit Court of Cook County, that's Chicago, ruled that, quote, based on engaging in insurrection on January 6, 2021, dot, 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 his name, or as Joe Biden would say, period, 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 when he's reading the teleprompter and they put an ellipsis in there, his name should be removed from the ballot. And then she clicked her heels, uh, uh, threw her hand up, said Sieg Heil, and goose stepped away because she's a little fascist, little fascist. Porter stayed her decision to give Trump's attorneys a chance to appeal. Oh, thanks there, um, Frau Farbusina, honestly. A Colorado Supreme Court, the Colorado Supreme Court, and Maine's, the state of Maine's Secretary of State, also ruled that Trump should be barred from this year's ballot. All three entities agreed that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment prohibits Trump and other alleged insurrectionists from holding federal office. Well, I indict Judge Tracy Porter on murder and uh, child sexual assault. Now, I have no evidence that she murdered anybody and, and uh, assaulted a child sexually. But that doesn't matter anymore because these fascists just pull from their dark and remote locations, whatever it is they want to pull for their own political purposes, and then say, you are guilty. Well, wait, I haven't been charged. I haven't been tried for insurrection. Well, we find you guilty of insurrection. Well, Sig Heil, Ava Braun, what is, uh, honestly... You, uh, you need mental help, I think, is the, the thing. And the Supreme Court heard oral arguments in the Colorado case earlier this month with the justices appearing poised to reinstate Trump on the Colorado state ballot. Such a decision would have the, uh, the knock-on effect, which is poor phrasing, of requiring his reinstatement in Maine and Illinois if, in fact, Trump is ultimately removed from the ballot in the prairie state. The prairie state? What is it? This is uh, Mediaite? This is, I got I to gotta tell you, you guys are really something. So um, just, uh, just amazing. And, that's, and they, that's what they do. In the 14th Amendment, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who have previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or any member of a state legislature 
uh, or as an executive or a judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection. Well, you guys, you know, we should tell them there's a little blue pill for that, that um, I know how they can fix their insurrection problem because these people are mentally ill. They really are. But that's that's what they do. They are they are unwell. These are these are third world political hacks. The mere fact that these clowns went to law school and passed a test doesn't mean that they understand anything about the country, appreciate anything about the law, the constitution, the bill of rights. They have contempt for our sacred documents. They're not on our side. They're not liberals. They're the left. That's uh that's the thing about these guys. And they're not on our side. That's uh, that's their thing. You got these radical lefties all over the place, too. Like Ellie Mistal on MSDNC. I want to get to him. Attack- they're attacking the Supreme Court all over the place again. The left-wing radicals uh, who pretend to be liberals, but in fact are fascistas. They're the fascistas. They got the merger of state and corporate power going. Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, and that's your Democrat Party and your media. Not just the news media, but the entertainment and fake media and all that stuff, too. So we got all that going on. Now, speaking of ignoring the law and getting people murdered, because it turns out that when you have a lot of political power, your policy decisions and your policy positions actually have real-world consequences. And sometimes the consequences include young nursing students being murdered by illegal gang members, illegal alien gang members from Venezuela that were released from prison by the communist dictator there. And the Democrats waive the illegal alien criminal gang members released from prison into the United States of America and give them bus tickets and say, you know, kill at will. Smoke them if you got them. And then, you know, sometimes they self-immolate too. That's another smoke them if you got a moment there. But that's, uh, that's another thing. And, and in Georgia, where a very nice young woman, a nursing student, 22 years old, was murdered by an illegal alien in the country illegally, thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats, murdered the nursing student. Absolutely horrible, amazing stuff. Uh, and again, this illegal alien that shot three police officers a couple of weeks ago in Washington, D.C. and had a standoff for 14 hours or something and then gave up. Another illegal alien, this one from Jamaica, who had already been deported once. But the Democrats love everything illegal. You know, looting, plundering, shutting down your local Walgreens and your CVS and your restaurants and bankrupting everybody because they're the left. They are the left. Know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> the uh, this is an amazing story in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the Atlanta Urinal-Constitution as it is sometimes known. The headline is, not fair, in quotation marks. It's not fair. Colon. They love their colons. After UGA killing, the University of Georgia murder of a 22-year-old nursing student, Venezuelans in Georgia worry about backlash. Well, you should probably go back to Venezuela then. Bye. Have a nice trip. Lakin Riley's death puts Georgia, her murder, uh, you know, death is, in this case, a euphemism for murder. They love euphemisms, the left-wing media does, when it comes to protecting the Democrat Party. Lake and Riley's death puts Georgia at the forefront of the national immigration debate. There is no immigration debate 
There's an illegal alien debate, illegal immigrants. That's what we're talking about. Not legal. Everybody has legal immigrant friends and, and even family members and on and on. And advocates are increasingly concerned. And they have a photograph here of a, an increasingly concerned Venezuelan man who looks very concerned. He, uh, honestly, you shouldn't be too concerned. You, you know, what are you worried about? Other Venezuelan gang members murdering you? Because that might be a legitimate area of concern. And they go on and on about Klinsman Torres, a migrant from Venezuela, currently living and working in metro Atlanta. He unlawfully crossed the U.S.-Mexico border in August of 2022 because Joe Biden and the Democrats, you know, Obama told us to all learn Spanish. And now we know why, because they're criminals and they hate the United States of America. He illegal, no, excuse me, unlawfully. So he's an illegal stinking alien. Get out of the country. You're breaking the law every day. You're not welcome because you're illegal. If you were a Venezuelan here legally, then, uh, you know, welcome. Uh, let's, uh, you know, have a cerveza. Everything's great. Just weeks before countrymen, Jose Antonio Ibarra did the same, uh, according to U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. On February 23rd, Ibarra became nationally known a nationally known figure, after being charged with kidnapping and murdering a nursing student, the University of Georgia, uh, who had gone out for a jog. Lake and Riley, the victim, was 22 years old. Her death is believed to be the first homicide on campus in nearly 30 years. Yeah, but Venezuelan gang members in the country illegally have murdered a lot of people just in the last couple of months, probably the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, illegal alien... The first word is illegal. So you start by breaking laws. That's a clue. Torres says the Athens killing and the bright spotlight it has placed on border policy. Get out of the country. You're deported. Here he is in the newspaper. I should grab him and deport him. But, you know, the communist dictator there, Nicolas Maduro, he is not accepting uh, people that we want to deport. Not that Joe Biden wants to deport anybody because he wants more gang killings in the United States of America, the Democrats love murder. It's pretty amazing stuff. So uh, it's in the spotlight. Border policy have loomed large in recent conversations with fellow Georgia-based Venezuelans. You mean illegal aliens? They're, stop killing people. That would be a good start. How about that? So they're very upset. They're concerned. Oh, no, I might be in, you should be in danger from ICE. You should be arrested by the police, turned over to ICE and deported to wherever the hell they can drop you, uh, anywhere near uh, Venezuela, because enough uh, gangs emptying the prisons, the Venezuelan crime wave, enough, enough. All right, and there is a, uh, her body was, uh, was found near, uh, she was jogging around uh, Lake Allen M. Herrick, and uh, someone went and defaced the big wooden sign, and at uh, the word lake, they added the word N, so it's Laken. And honestly, this woman's name should be on everybody's lips every day. This is, you know, George Floyd, the Democrats burned 100 cities because a career criminal with fentanyl and methamphetamine coursing through his veins died of heart failure while being arrested for yet another felony. And the Democrats made George Floyd one of their sainted heroes. They worship at the altar of George Floyd. They burned and killed dozens of people injured thousands of police. 
billions in property damage because of George Floyd. But when an innocent 22-year-old young woman is murdered by an illegal alien, the Democrats try to cover it up. And that means the news media, too. Now, let's go to the uh, sheriff of the uh, the county there. It's Athens-Clark County. The mayor there. I played audio of him yesterday, the mayor. But here's the sheriff, John Q. Williams, like John Q. Public, from February of 2020, talking about how great they are <clears throat> because they protect illegal aliens. wondering what your opinion was on ICE detainers and if you would comply with them as sheriff if you are elected. Okay, so it, it is not my intention when elected elect sheriff to cooperate with those detainers. I see it as the sheriff's responsibility, any law enforcement, to protect and serve the community. And that's everybody in the athens Clark County community. That's uh, He's running for sheriff at this point in February of 2020, and then he won. <clears throat> and he has no intention of cooperating with detainers, illegal aliens. So he's got blood on his creepy hands. Building relationships is key. and if we're, With murderers? I guess antagonizing people because they are, what, undocumented, underdocumented. They're they underdocumented. And they're not likely to come to us, not only when we need their help, but when they need our help. So that's not something we'll be doing. We won't be doing any type of roundups. We won't be uh, attributing to that culture of fear. We want people to respect the police, but we also want them to trust us. We won't be attributing to that that uh, environment of fear. I believe he meant to say contributing, not attributing. No, you're, you're right, Sheriff. You won't be attributing to that climate of fear. Uh, and maybe you shouldn't have so many illegal aliens in Athens, Georgia, that you're afraid that they won't cooperate with the police. Maybe you should turn every illegal. You're a law enforcement officer. Enforce the law. You're fired. Uh, start a recall on the sheriff. There he is. Uh, no, I'm not going to attribute to that. Illiteracy is king. And uh, he's the sheriff now, John Q. Williams. How absurd, how ironic. Isn't that amazing? Remember, the, the mayor there yesterday was shouted down by Americans who yelled that, <clears throat> that he has blood on his hands. He's another left-wing Democrat. It's a college town, Athens, Georgia. And Joe Biden... The creepy mayor, John Q. Williams, the corrupt police officer, the corrupt sheriff, who should be um, just pulled out of office. There should be a recall. He was elected. He's not going to cooperate with detainers, and he doesn't want to attribute illiterately to the environment of fear. So they, uh, you know, what you did do is you contributed to the murder of Lake and Riley. You should be proud because you're a left-winger. And for the last century, really, what the left has done that really stands out is they've murdered 100 million people, enslaved hundreds of millions. And now the Democrat Party is, you know, they're with Hamas and they're with Venezuelan gangs released from prisons en masse. That's your Democrat Party. We won't be doing any type of roundups. We won't be uh, attributing to that culture of fear. All right, let's go. I'm a little riled up today. I apologize. I'll I'll calm down a little bit. But uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Kevin calling from Fairfax, Virginia. Kevin, you're on the Chris Plant Show. 
Chris, great show as always. Um, I just wanted to offer this up. Back during the summer of love in 2020, wrote or uh, signs were popping up on people's lawns saying, "Remember their names: George Floyd and Breonna Taylor." Well, let's do the same thing. We have the uh, young lady from Iowa from a couple of years ago, and now we have uh, Lake and Riley. So. Let some entrepreneur go out there and work up these signs, and I'll be happy to put one on my front lawn. You know, that is a uh, that is very good. And I've been saying this, too, the last couple of days. Say her name. They're chanting out at riots. Say her name. Uh, Brianna Taylor was shot and killed, and it was, you know, a, a tragic situation by the police. Uh, and it was in Louisville, Kentucky in 2020. And it happened because her boyfriend opened fire on the police and shot a police officer in the leg when they came to her place to serve a drug warrant because she had been spending lots of time at her ex-boyfriend's drug dealer apartment. And they got a warrant to uh, serve at Breonna Taylor's apartment. And when they served it, her boyfriend opened fire, Kenneth Walker, and shot a police officer, Jonathan Mattingly, in the leg. And she's the hero of the story. Because the left is so mentally ill, they're so demented, that you open fire on the cops. And in fact, the boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, originally said that it was Breonna Taylor that fired the gun. And then later he changed his story um, because he was lying. Now, the gun he had was actually legal, but he fired a shot and, and shot a police officer during the raid. And then Breonna Taylor becomes the hero. But at the same time, the young woman murdered by an illegal alien from Venezuela, probably released from prison by the communists there. Uh, the Democrats would just, they're burying that story and attacking anybody that brings it up because they love death. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.